Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the High Potion Podcast. Your host, Steve Proby. And I'm Hog Burkhart. Oh, I'm tired, buddy. Two tired boys tonight, man. Man, Steve was out walking. Show off. I've been <laughs> packing house. Will came by to help me today. Oh, man. Getting ready I for think that this, next chapter, bro. I think this might be the last High Potion recorded in this house, maybe. Wild. Wild, about, right? That's where it all started. I know. Right over there on that table that's covered in shit. <laughs> Just looks like a big blur to me. Uh-huh. Um, so, we didn't really have... Oh, shit. Knocking shit off my desk. We didn't really have anything super planned out for today, but there was like a topic that I thought would be kind of fun to bullshit around for a little bit, because... You know, it seems like in the last few years, video game adaptations have certainly gotten better, right? And, um, you know, there's when anything as successful as that Mario movie was, or The Last of Us, or whatever the fuck else, there's so many at this point, it's only going to lead to more of it, right? And... You know, video game adaptations do not have the most solid history, right? But what I thought we would do today is talk about different franchises and how we'd like to see them eventually adapted. Um, so what we're going to do when we get to it is, you know, I'll say we won't use this because it's already been done. Super Mario, right? Um, if you were in charge of making an adaptation of Super Mario, how would you do it? Would it be live action or animated? And then I want a further answer. So if you choose live action, give me a brief pitch of what it would be like. If it's animated, what kind of animation are we talking about? Are we talking about anime? Are we talking about CG animation? Traditionally drawn animation? Flash animation? I don't know, man. I just thought it would be fun to fuck around with for a little bit. Um, the show's also going to be known as Steve Wants Everything as an Anime. I know. I, that's kind of when I thought of the idea, I was like, this one's going to be easy for Steve. <laughs> Not now. I'm going to try my best to break that box when I can. Yeah. yeah. So, <clears throat> buddy, 
we have almost finished out this stupid fucking year for video games, right? Mm-hmm. We both wrapped up Spider-Man 2. We got our episode done. Honestly, I can't think of anything through the rest of the year that I'm all that excited about. I'm curious about that Avatar game because the same studio that's making that is making um, Star Wars Outlaws, right? Um, but other than that, like pretty slow year. Um, but we have both return to long ass RPGs that we're trying to finish up. So I went back to like a dragon back on my, like a dragon kick moving right along. Steve started up a freshy play of cyberpunk with the new DLC. I got to know how that's going, buddy. Really well. Yeah. Um, I think I'm clocked at 13 hours and it took me a while to get this going. I, there were some dude talk about this. This is weird. Yeah, apparently this is a problem that's strictly for the Series X, mm-hmm. maybe the S2. But like, um, when you install Phantom Liberty and then try to play the game, it kind of glitches and tells you your files weren't installed correctly and that you need to uninstall it, power down your Xbox, and then reinstall cache, which means like you know you have to unplug it from the wall for two minutes. Yeah. And um, so I did that and installed it, and it seems to be okay, but every now and again that still happens. Although this time, now I just quit the game and restart it, and it seems to to kind of bypass it most of the time. But it's still there. Dude. It's still lurking in the background every now and again. That sucks, man. Yeah. Like, I wonder what caused, you know, who knows. And yeah, I, I remember when you were telling me about it, I was like, that is really weird. That is mm-hmm. really weird. Um. But But that aside, like, it's awesome. Um, I can't speak too much to the new tech trees yet Mm -hmm. because there's a lot to take in. Um, I feel like I'm just getting started, really, in Uh the game. Um, But there's there's definitely a lot of changes. The crafting system has undergone kind of a a facelift as well. Like, you know, you kind of had to to level up a certain thing to kind of unlock higher tiers for crafting, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I feel like it's kind of just available, but you just kind of have to have the materials to do it, um, which they gate, you know, you're not going to have stuff to, to be able to pop it up to tier five right away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's cool. Cause the, I wouldn't say that the, um, the crafting in the original release was bad, but it also didn't stand out. Like as I sit here, thinking about the crafting i'm like yeah but how did it actually work you know what i mean it's not one of those Mm -hmm. that i remember fondly right Right. and it still seems to me like pretty basic like it's not as cool as the witcher 3 crafting system or anything like that so at least not yet maybe it gets a little better as the game goes but uh I unlocked the mission for Phantom Liberty, which is cool, although I'm not going to actually do that for probably another 40 hours, you know, because I'm going to get yeah, through the, rest of the main game first. Isn't there, well, so is it one of those things where you remember when you would get the DLC for Witcher 3 and you would boot it up and like the opening missions and areas for the two DLC packs would be on your map? but it would be sort of level gated, right? You'd mm-hmm. hover over it and it'd say, you need to be like level 24 or something. Um, is that the way the DLC stuff is in this, or is it something you can take on at any time? 
I believe you can get it started at any time. Um, well, once you, you know, you're kind of confined to that first area for a little bit right. at the beginning. Right. Once that opens up, you can, I think, go ahead and progress the mission if you want to. But from what I understand, it's it's meant to kind of be like a more end game thing. Right. So you okay. can just start the game there if you with like randomized things that have happened to your guy. If you wanted to just go that route instead of starting a, a completely new playthrough. Oh, that's but, cool. Since there's been so many changes to the yeah, game. Yeah, like, I mean, it's cool that they give you that option if you're, like, somebody like Randy who's got 400 hours in Cyberpunk. Mm -hmm. But Cyberpunk, I owe Cyberpunk one more playthrough, right? And then Night City, Peace and Love, I got to move on, all right? Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you around time for the sequel. Yeah, on the Xbox Series Triple X or whatever the next thing <laughs> is called. Dude, wouldn't it be funny if they... Xbox X X X. Oh shit. Vin Diesel's stupid ass face on it. Oh. Oh. I was thinking more like, you know, porno films. <laughs> Man. Um so besides that, we've also still been kicking around in Dark Tide. That game is hanging around now. Our whole group are level four or thirty. Mm-hmm. Max level. Yep. And uh, um, Nick Nick can no longer claim to be a babby, as he likes to say. Yep, yep. Our dude, he's got to he's got to come up with other excuses now. Yep. <laughs> Man, he was cracking me up the other night. I guess it was it was either Wednesday night or Thanksgiving night. We were all hanging out in Discord, and you had it out, and it was just me and Jeff and Nick in the Discord. And like I was packing, doing shit around the house. Jeff was playing Street Fighter and Nick decided he was going to go do some pickup groups in Dark Tide to try and get 30 before we all played together again. And so Jeff and I were sitting there debating, oh, and we got to get this on record because we're recording them before they release. Jeff and I were debating how much we thought the Street Fighter 6 skins were going to be a piece because they're everybody's getting their third outfit December 1st. Yeah. This, this coming Friday, uh, it's already happened once this releases. Um, and you know, I was saying, I don't know, like, so there's 20 skins. I wouldn't be surprised if it was five bucks a piece, you know, a hundred for all of them, which is crazy. Or, you know, maybe they give you a deal if you buy them all at once. Um, and so we would be talking about this and then just all of a sudden, you'd hear fucking Nick go, oh, with the fucking Insta down and the green flame. Okay, 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 <laughs> that's fair. Fun and engaging, fun and engaging. Just <laughs> breaking the, the chatter with him yelling at Dark Tide, man. Love it. Yelling at Dark Tide is pretty fun, though, to be mm -hmm. honest. It's a game that almost requires it, to be Yeah, honest. I mean, you don't need to go like hard in the paint angry but you you can get a little salty with dark tide and it is fully fucking uh justified mm -hmm. you get the the amount of bullshit that can get heaped on you in a short amount of time is hilarious you can get like netted oh my and God. then flamed by two different types of flamers while another enemy dives on top of you and explodes and while dogs jump on you yeah and it's hilarious 
the amount of times now that it's happened where we've gotten all the way to the end of the mission and either been on the last objective or have cleared the last objective and been running towards the extraction point when all of the sudden dark tide takes a big steamy dookie on us and we wipe and the mm. fail the mission that's heartbreaking that's there was tough. none one night where i was streaming and i had a lot of packing to do anyway and that happened and i go you know what we're good that's it for tonight that's i'm <laughs> we'll go back to packing <laughs> yeah it's tough those nights when you don't finish luckily most nights we tend to complete most of them but yeah some of those nights yeah i mean listen i i am not opposed to failing a mission it's not like i feel like oh this is a waste of time it's more being right there at the end the mm -hmm. heartbreak of failing right there at the end they need to have some kind of um extra you know compensation for making it to the final challenge maybe yeah I'm not saying give me a weapon but like maybe some extra because they're certainly not going to do shit. that if there's one thing that they've have shown us is they're not going to give us anything good after beating a mission that's for sure because we don't need the experience anymore i wish that we could just turn that off once you hit 30 and start getting mm -hmm. more money tubes or and cubes or whatever mm -hmm. um but man that game is a lot of fun and it has led to steve and i both window shopping warhammer 40k starter sets and shit Yep, my I bought my first paint set for miniatures. That's getting here on mm -hmm. Monday. Yep. Just a couple more purchases, and I'm ready just to get started, man. Yeah, man, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah, I'll definitely give you an update. Um, I don't know if it'll be the next episode, but probably the episode after. I bet I will have painted something. Probably won't look very good, but... No, it's going to look awesome. It'll be painted, you know. Um. So, buddy, uh, what's the next big thing then? If if we're going through the rest of this year, what's the next big thing? Because to me, it's next year. Right? Yeah, as far as I can tell, it's next year. Um, top of my list, February 29th, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Shortly below that, I think it's the end of January, is Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Now, I have to finish Yakuza 7 Like a Dragon and Yakuza Like a Dragon Gaiden, the man who forgot his name or whatever the fuck that one's called. I have to finish both of those before I move on to Infinite Wealth. So we'll see if I'm even playing Infinite Wealth at launch. Mm -hmm. We'll see. <laughs> Don't forget we've got Elden Ring DLC. Yep, which, which I, think, I think we'll know about this this coming week. Yep, and we'll probably have to... Get our uh, our playthrough of that going. Yeah, it's not going to be short time. No. Um. Uh. We've got Dragon's Dogma two, I believe, confirmed that for March. March. Yep. Yep. Which I'm excited about. Me That's too. definitely going to be a a get for me. Um. You know, we talked slightly about Wolverine probably being delayed until 2025. Yeah. Which is a bummer, but you know. I'm sure there's going to be plenty Something. of things next year. Uh, yeah, I got to feel. So, I mean, PlayStation's going to have a big, at least one big exclusive next year, you have to think, right? You know, mm -hmm. this year they had Gran Turismo, which I know is neither of our, you know, sort of thing. But, you know, that that's a big one for racing fans. Um, 
what else was there? Obviously, Spider-Man 2. I feel like I'm forgetting something else that maybe I wasn't super interested in. Mm, there was Forspoken, which kind of shat the bed. Yeah, oh, and Final Fantasy 16. Not yeah, that was a, a good one. Not a first-party exclusive, but an exclusive, a PlayStation exclusive. That's right. So, yeah, same thing with Forspoken, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then... Sometime in the spring next year, Final Fantasy fourteen on Xbox finally. That's nice for them. Mm-hmm. And then I'm probably forgetting something huge, but that's that's all that's coming to mind now, right? Rise of the Ronin. That looked pretty sick. That's one that I'm, I'm tentatively interested in. Could be a new Ghost of Tsushima situation kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like a frummy ghost of Tsushima, from what mm -hmm. I remember. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about next year, but the the cool thing is, is we don't even really know, right? Like we're just getting through the holiday season this year. The Game Awards will happen, and that will set up expectations for next year, right? We'll get some mm -hmm. release dates, some reveals, then probably sometime in the summer next year early summer, late spring, we'll start hearing about release dates for the end of next year. I honestly don't see how it's even possible for it to be as crazy as this year. Granted, there is a possibility we're getting a, a Grand Theft Auto 6 next year. That levels everything, if that's the case. Yeah. We'll see. You know, again, <clears throat> I feel like 2025 is, is shaping up to be probably the next Oh my God, I can't believe this year. Yeah. Either. So I'm still of the opinion that they will, at the Game Awards, they will announce Grand Theft Auto 6. They've already said so, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can't wait to see the announcement. Yeah, and Very I think exciting. they will, I still think they're going to say it's coming next year. But I think there is a delay between them saying it's coming next year and it whatever the release date is supposed to be. I think it'll be 2025. Mm -hmm. We'll see. I'm actually, do you remember when they were talking a couple of years ago, Rockstar was mentioning like one thing they were looking into to lessen the amount of time between games was essentially releasing their games unfinished and patching and updating it as it goes along, like adding more to it. I'll be interested to see if they do something like that with six or and, and there's the other shit too. Like, are they going to update grand theft auto online for six? Is there going to be a new grand theft auto online? There's a lot. Surely there will be. I mean, as much money yeah, maker man. as that was, they make billions of dollars in card shark or cash shark card, cash cards or whatever they're fucking called. I can't even remember. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I think I just, with the player base for Grand Theft Auto Online being what it is, do they sequelize and do like Grand Theft Online 2? Or do they just update it to catch it up with Grand Theft Auto 6? That'll be fascinating to see. Yeah, <laughs> one, that's a great question. I really don't know. One thing I know for sure is it probably will not launch with the single player portion of the game because it didn't for five and it didn't for red dead Two. You mean, Oh, you mean the online portion? Yeah. It won't launch alongside the single player. portion, Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I think 
I think just getting that single player is all I'll want at the beginning of it anyway. Yeah, I mean, for Grand Theft Auto V, from the day they released it to the day they put out the online experience, I did it all, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I was able to wrap that game up and was, like, ready to roll into Grand Theft Auto Online. So I, I wouldn't be surprised. I think it was, like, maybe a month or two in between. Grand Theft Auto 5 and Grand Theft Auto Online's release, but I can't remember that for sure. Yeah, it's not surprising considering that was the fucking Xbox 360 days. Oh, dude. <laughs> it was 2012, right? Yep. It was the year before... The X-Bone. The X-Bone came out when fucking Microsoft X-Boned itself a little bit. <laughs> Uh, oh man Whew. <clears throat> all right buddy so oh okay so i was wrong it came out in 2013 it came out two months before the x-bone that's right because i vividly remember having my xbox one and my 360 hooked up at the same time so i could play grand theft on uh grand theft auto online with will came out in september of 2013 about two months before the x-bone Man, back in the zero backwards compatibility. They're like, oh, you want to turn that 360 into GameStop? Get a little off that X-Bone? Good luck. Here's a connect. <laughs> Fuck with it. Hey, Xbox. Hey, Xbox. Motherfuckers. Never listen to you. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. All right, buddy. Well, why don't we jump into, I don't know, the segment, the game. Live action or animated? So I'm going to kick things off for you, my dude. Um, and to tell you the truth, what made me think about this was the announcement from Miyamoto that he's working with Avi Arad to make a live action Legend of Zelda game. Or mm-hmm. live action Legend of Zelda movie, rather. And... I don't know that that's the move. I don't know if live action Zelda is the move personally. We'll see. I hope it's good. Here's why I think it could work. I feel like your cast is small in that movie. Right. Link, Zelda, Ganon. You don't have to worry about a bunch of extras, you know, Mm -hmm. like Link doesn't need to have a goofy little friend who's going to tell jokes and stuff. Well, he probably will. He'll get one. Yeah, I'm sure. Hey, but, listen. You remember that motherfucker from Ocarina of Time? Hey, listen. All right, I'm listening. <laughs> I hope it's Tingle. Tingle got that dog in him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I could definitely see that one being live action. More so than maybe some other stuff. Yeah, I mean, you know, I also don't think it would be a bad idea for a more family slash kid friendly sort of high fantasy series to exist, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Can't be wet letting the wa- kids watch Game of Thrones, although for sure my parents would have if right. I was a kid. Um, it's classy. It's on HBO. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, you know, I think from that standpoint, it could be good. Now, fucking Machine Gun Kelly has been all over social media talking about, like, if they don't cast me as Link, they fucked up. If they cast you as Link, they fucked up, bro. Yeah, yeah. You stay far away from The Legend of Zelda. That's a guarantee. I won't be going to see that movie. Uh-uh. Nope. 
nope, I'm going to fucking wipe it out my brain like men in black. <laughs> you can have j- 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 goodbye. <laughs> yeah, goodbye. That dude, the epitome of cringe. Like, if somebody took the concept of cringe and mixed it with human DNA, that's who comes out. Yep. Machine Gun Kelly. The worst. Just the just the worst. Um, I'd rather listen to Nickelback than Machine Gun Kelly. Thankfully, I don't have to listen to either. Yeah. I'm a free man. This world's great. <laughs> so um, that's kind of what brought it up was, you know, seeing that story. Caution, cautiously excited about that um, that prospect, but... You know what's fucked up is if they fuck that movie up and it like tanks and gets a bad reception, we might be looking at another two decades without any Nintendo adaptations because that fucking Bob Hoskins Mario movie come out, came out and they said, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. <laughs> so, Luckily, Super Mario Brothers was a hit here recently. So yeah. And gonna so give it another go. I'm going to read. Now, we're not going to go through this whole list, but this list is fucking hilarious, Steve. It's a list of films based on video games, and it also includes their Rotten Tomatoes scores. Oh, great. So, Super Mario Bros., that's the Bob Hoskins joint, John Leguizamo, 29%. Double Dragon, 12%. Street Fighter, 11%. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, Wing Commander. This movie's bad. I'm sorry. Mr. Is that the Freddie Freddy Prince Jr. Wing Commander? Yep, it is. It what is. I see. went to see that opening weekend. 10% on. And I like those games a lot. Mm-hmm, me too. Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. Uh, 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 what's her name again? Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, 20%. Resident Evil. Probably the first movie that I would watch. Again, out of this list. Oh, you wouldn't rewatch that first Mortal Kombat? Oh, yeah. Well, ones that I don't already rewatch. Oh, okay. Um, I gotcha. House of the Dead. That whole Resident Evil. It's crazy. Resident Evil is a, a film franchise. Started in 2002 and ran straight through 2017. They were yeah. pumping I, those out. I didn't care for the movies. There were moments that were all right. I remember thinking the first one was okay. Um, I, mean, I mean, I like Mila Jovovich. Nothing against her. Mm-hmm. But I just, as a big fan of the games, I just remember kind of being like, eh. Yeah. Um, yeah, just just littered with doo-doo. Tekken, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun-Li, Prince of Persia, The Sands of Time, more Resident Evil. Warcraft. I had big hopes for the Warcraft movie. Oh man, yeah, I remember being like, eh. I I just remember having big hopes that were shattered. Um, Rampage, Rampage with fucking dude. Do you? I gotta stop real quick. Do you remember when they were promoting Cloverfield, the first Cloverfield movie, the sort uh-huh. of found footage kaiju movie? Do you remember people? Being like, I think that's a surprise Rampage movie. There's a level in Rampage called Cloverfield. Our buddy Russ told me this. Russ Mitchell told me this uh, theory one time. And I was like, I don't think it is, buddy, but we'll see. And it just turned out to be a big space spider or whatever the fuck. 
um that would have been cool though if it was uh a rampage movie just out of nowhere like that but Mm -hmm. and then i'll say as far as movies go to me you really start getting into the better stuff when you're talking about pokemon detective pikachu that you know i know bull fuck all about pokemon enjoyable movie sonic the hedgehogs first movie monster hunter which i never saw but tony jaws in that movie um same director and everything as the resident evil movies also has mila jovovich jovovich is that you a ball no is it paul what's his name paul it's not paul Paul W. A. Uh, Anderson. Yeah. Paul, Paul W. S. Anderson. Paul W. S. Anderson. He's <laughs> kind of a clown. Um, man, he spent 15 years making Resident Evil movies. He's like, it's time to branch out. Capcom, what else you guys got? Did he um, do Event Horizon? Oh, did he do Event Horizon? He might have. That's a good movie. He sure as fuck did. Boom. Good call, Steve. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a great movie. So I have to give him the credit for that one. Like, that was, in terms mm-hmm. of a horror movie, that was pretty yeah, um, pretty great for its time. Then, you know, the new Mortal Kombat movie, which I personally didn't enjoy. I know people, some people dug it. wasn't for me. Are you talking about the, the 1995 one? No, tw- oh, 2021. The most recent one. The most okay, recent gotcha. one. Um, Uncharted. <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And then Five Nights at Freddy's has not even been out a full month at this point. Um, but has it did, made, It's made some money, though. It has. It? Yeah. And coming up, we have a Borderlands movie, Sonic the Hedgehog 3, Days Gone. Okay. Oh, <laughs> All boy. Right. Won't be um, seeing that one. Mm-mm. Nope. Ghost of Tsushima. That's interesting. Uh, Mortal Kombat 2. All kinds of stuff. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, buddy, when I think of, when I'm saying, like, okay, if you wanted to see Bloodborne, okay, let's say they're going to make an adaptation for Bloodborne, what format would you want to see it in? Live action. Now, live action, would you want it to be a movie? Or would you want it to be, like, a prestige mini series or ongoing series yeah i'd want it to be like a prestige like eight to ten episodes you get in you get out it's one story kind of in that universe you're not getting like the whole story and i have to really kind of like careful about what i say because of stuff that you'll eventually see in the game mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I feel like it could be really awesome. Like you can just think of like Lovecraft, right? There's so many stories that he did in his universe. They're not all connected to one another, but they're all loosely connected. Right. In, With in a, like a ethos. Yeah, like a connecting mythology, basically. Yeah, there is absolutely enough in the lore of Bloodborne to support like a a story, something we could see, like in a, like the schism of the church would be very fascinating. There's yeah. so much stuff. Um, yeah, and, and I think that it would be cool to actually see like actors playing the role as well, as opposed to like just seeing it animated. Yeah, no, and. No, no. I can almost, like, when I think about it, like, when I close my eyes and think about it, I can almost see what the show would look like, you know, mm-hmm. sort of production-wise. Um, now, know. something like Sekiro, I would say anime all the way for that because it's a freaking shinobi uh, thing. And it, <coughs> right, right. It just it lends itself so well to that kind of action. I uh, also feel like there is... Um, sort of a lack of confusing media nowadays, right? Like, it seems like everything's gone sort of to the side of lowest common denominator, trying to be as consumable by the most amount of people possible, right? Mm -hmm. You could put some, I mean, I trust that you know the story of Bloodborne, Steve, but I'm, I don't trust that I could sit down with a controller and my dick skinners play that game to completion and understand the story. You would. You know? <laughs> so that would be kind of fascinating to see. Because, I mean, you know, you would have to spell it out a lot more clearly than, you know, they do in the game. But you wouldn't have to spell it all out. You could leave things up to interpretation and stuff, right? Yeah, which they do. There's lots of stuff in the in all their stories that they don't explain everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always going to be gaps in there that you're going to have to kind of fill in with your imagination, and that's one of the things I like about it. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what? That's always what I liked about Lost, too. Mm-hmm. Even after the end, plenty of stuff I can just be like, well, this is what I think. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I think, I think a live-action Bloodborne miniseries could be cool. And then, you know, for the second season or the second miniseries they'll just adapt that upcoming second game that they're going to be announcing oh man um, he's still my heart so all right bloodborne live action prestige miniseries what you got give me one mm, let's see see it's kind of hard here because a lot of the games that we like kind of already like cinematic in in their own way right Right. like final fantasy 16 you're basically playing a movie yeah you know so that's not super super fun for me to think about let's go old school let's say metroid how would you do metroid metroid (sighs) movie okay movie and or series of movies do you want to do like the the story of the first game where we actually meet the Metroid and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, listen, you know, you're really going to have to fill in some, some gaps there. Right. Um, as far as, you know, the full story, but you know, a two hour tops Metroid movie. That's Samus whooping up on fucking Xenomorph ripoffs. I would see that. I would 100% see that. Um, I would love it if they did it almost like, do you remember 
that movie Apocalypto a, I do. a while ago. Yeah. So it was kind of filmed where it was like almost no dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like I would like that. It would be curious to see that done with like a Metroid movie where like the broader audience who doesn't really know anything about it. Like you you just kind of are thrown in there with this person who the grander audience isn't going to know is a lady. Right. I'm saying, you know, like the whole thing can take place with the helmet on until the end. Be a big shock reveal at the end kind of deal. I look, that that Samus person's got boobies. <laughs> but yeah, just kind of keep the um, audience in the dark as to what's going on the whole movie. Kind of just discover mm-hmm. it with her as she's going around. Be kind of neat. Yeah, I, I you know I think you would have to have some setup dialogue, but I I also kind of agree with you where I don't think it would need to be super dialogue heavy. Like, she doesn't need to meet a scientist who's going to be like, oh, my God, we've got to go. These things are called Metroids. Metroid. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, I would be stoked to see. And listen, if Zelda is um, as successful as the Mario movie, the animated one, and if the next whatever they follow up that mario movie with is a su- successful nintendo will continue this on um and i would think that metroid is probably pretty high up on the list now that you've already knocked out mario and you're working on zelda you know mm-hmm. you're talking to another really popular franchise um now i do I, you could probably do an ongoing Metroid series, but that's really where like you're going to have to come up with some new characters, expand the cast and the lore and stuff, but it could be done, but that gets into risky territory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like you're safer to just kind of get in, get out. Yep. I think so too. I think so too. Uh, okay, um, Steve, 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 Steven. Which one do I got for you, buddy? Chrono Trigger. I'm definitely going to say animation on this one. Dude, and I think you get Akira Toriyama to do it because mm-hmm. he did all the designs. Like, why hasn't there been a Chrono Trigger anime when you have that guy doing the character designs and shit already, you know? Mm-hmm. And then... Do you remember when they did the, I can't remember which PlayStation 1 game it was. You know, Square Enix started re-releasing their games on PlayStation 1 and you'd go and they'd have like, you know, Final Fantasy 4 and 5 in a collection or 1 and 2. One of those had Chrono Trigger on it and it had an a new animated opening. Um... And it kind of slapped from what I remember. Let's see. I found it. Of course I did. Everything's on the internet, my dude. We'll see. Well, all right. Let's get this music is making me fucking nostalgic, man. Mm-hmm.
That's it. That's it. That was the animated opening that I thought slapped. Oh, hold on. Here we go. Yeah. See what I mean, though? Hell yeah. Why isn't this a full anime show, Steve? It should be. What the fuck is wrong with Square, by the way? They put out one of the greatest RPGs of all time with Chrono Trigger, right? Then they do Chrono Cross, which I know, you know, for some folks was like, eh, whatever. But it's actually pretty well regarded in modern history, at least. And then nothing else in that franchise. Not a single thing. Weird, right? Mm-hmm. That is bizarre. Yeah, I don't know, man. How do you not keep that as a franchise going when it was so good? Um, I think anime is the way to go with Chrono yeah. Trigger. One season, you can get that whole story in one season, you know? Sure. With 20 episodes or something? I'd probably do it in like... 12 or 13. Yeah, you probably, yeah. We'll put that on the books for your anime studio in the future. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Which one, what you got for me, Steve? All right, let's go with Titanfall. Titanfall, live action movie. Real quick. Not, yeah. not, we're not going Hideaki Anno's Evangelion. Uh, Titanfall. No, no. Gotcha. One live action movie. Once again, like, obviously, there's not much story to the first game. You could tell the story of Titanfall 2 in a really kick-ass movie, you know? Mm -hmm. I think you'd be good to go. And once again, not something that I feel like needs a show. Um, And I would probably want some studio to spend their animation budget on something besides Titanfall. And I like Titanfall. That's not a diss against Titanfall. Um, <clears throat> but I think you could get a really kick-ass summer blockbuster popcorn movie out of Titanfall. Mm -hmm. A man in his mech. A man in his mech, right? Pull at the heartstrings a little bit, too. Fucking bring in the dough. <laughs> yep. Mech sacrifices itself at the end. Oh, sad people cry coming out there crying about a big robot. Yep. I know I would be. That billion, couple billion dollar robot sacrificed himself for that guy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, okay, so not necessarily in the same vein, but, you know, kind of similar. Not really at all. Metal Gear Solid. This needs to be a movie. Mm-hmm. The only problem is it's Kojima, so, like, the movie would be, like, four hours long. Yeah, yeah, and there would be, like, buttons built into the seats that you had to tap to keep Snake breathing at certain times and shit. Uh, that'd be kind of fun. Yeah. There, there's It's it's a weird thing, because he always has so much, like, commentary in his games. And to kind of cut that back <clears throat> for the sake of entertainment seems like cheating, you know? Mm -hmm. But it would have to be done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a movie... See, the thing is, is I could see Metal Gear being like a really good series of movies, right? Because there's different snakes. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I know, obviously, to be honest, you probably just start with Metal Gear Solid. 
right? And loosely adapt that. Um, all the enemies would be weird. Like, there's some definitely some cool shit you could do in a movie. But then you could also do, like, Snake Eater as a prequel movie, you know? Things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, there's there's potential there. And, honestly, I'm surprised it hasn't been done yet. Um, the thing is, though, if it ever does happen, the chances of him being involved, Kojima, are probably pretty small because... He and Konami don't get along anymore, and they own the rights to Metal Gear. He doesn't, right? Mm-hmm. So there's a good chance that he's not involved, and no matter what kind of an adaptation it is, it could be pretty bad, you know? Because mm-hmm. um, I do think part of the special sauce of that series is his weirdness. It's hard to say it's not, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously... Maybe a dude that drank a little too much of his own weirdness at times, um, depending on how you feel about Death Stranding. Yeah. Um, A game I've not played, but... I've played a little. It's odd. (laughs) It's weird. (laughs) Um, There's a bit in um, Cyberpunk, actually, towards the beginning, where there's a kind of an NPC in a bar somewhere chatting up a bunch of people who is a dead ringer for Kojima. I'm almost positive that it was put in there as an homage to him. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Is it a good homage or are they like Yeah, he's oh, just kind of sitting around talking about like the entertainment, you know, and and um playing with people's expectations uh, of the genre. Some stuff he would absolutely say probably yeah. in real yeah. life. So. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's cool. I so is this something that was new or just Yeah, it's something I just noticed. It may okay. have been there the whole time, but yeah, yeah, who knows? That Even when that game wasn't great, it was packed full of weird details Mm -hmm. um so metal gear solid a movie yeah i think i think that might be the way to go all right you give me one steve all right this one for you and king tom space quest space quest not a movie Mm, i figured this was a guaranteed movie it's tough I would go movie with this one. Sets up for a sequel perfectly. Mm-hmm. You know, it, this these seem like movies to me. What is so? I could see it working. What was the? Is it Galaxy Quest? Yeah, that sort of like spoof movie that had Sigourney Weaver and Alan Rickman in it, mm-hmm. where they were actors in like a Star War or Star Trek style show that got taken into space. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you could do Space Quest with that kind of vibe. The thing about Space Quest, once again, you're Roger Wilco, and for the most part of those games, you're by yourself. So a lot of it is going to be this weird dude, a space janitor, walking around talking to himself. They would absolutely change this for the movies. He oh, would yeah. have like a female counterpart, mm-hmm. um, you know, and there would be. They would. In, oh, I can't even remember because he has like a love interest later on in the series, and they would absolutely introduce her early for mm-hmm. sure. Yep, it would probably be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I could kind of see that. Um, I don't like a space quest anime. Like if they came out and announced a space quest anime, I go, Oh, the, so I live in a simulation. Is this what you're telling me? Like, right. I just wouldn't believe it. Um, one other thing to consider too, is when that media came out, cause movies were still such a driving force in the entertainment business all uh-huh. the way up until, 
what like the mid 2000s probably was when kind of it started to flip over to uh-huh. prestige television and maybe even game. before that yeah. you know like hbo started it off whatever so most of the move, most of the games back then were kind of done as like almost interactive movies. You know yeah, I mean? so. and the thing about Space Quest is it just parodies so much other sci-fi stuff too. Mm-hmm. You know, um, feels like they have lots of movie beats in them. You know, oh for sure, for sure, without a doubt. Um, I would watch. I mean, I would watch any adaptation of Space Quest. I wouldn't be able to help myself. Um, but, uh, let's see how it goes, I guess. That, you know, one thing I can full on tell you is that Microsoft ain't ever gonna fucking green light a Space Quest movie, animated show, or TV series, because you know, they own Space Quest and King's Quest now, with the Activision Mm. buyout. Ooh, maybe they'll re-release those games or reboot them, though, huh? That'd be cool. That'd be cool of me. Uh, okay, Steve. Yakuza. Oh, boy. This one's very difficult. I think it needs to be a show. I think it needs to be. There's too much There's too much mm-hmm. going on in that world. You could do multiple seasons uh-huh. of that show, you know? I think... You do it as an anime, right? Just because of how over the top the games are in them, in and of themselves. And then you don't have to worry about any recasting drama because you just get the voice actors that play Kiryu and uh, Goro Majima to do their voices in the anime. Mm -hmm. You know, they did a live action Yakuza movie a long time ago that I've never seen. I've seen clips of it and it doesn't look great. And it's apparently not great. Um, But I think anime is the way to go because like even really serious anime isn't afraid to get a little goofy with it from time to time. You know what I mean? And I think that contrast of the super serious sort of quote unquote main story in Yakuza to some of the weirder shit that the characters get up to from time to time would Mm -hmm. work best in anime. Yeah. Yeah. I totally see that. It'd be fun. You could go insanely over the top without having to worry about your special effects budget too much. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know, anybody getting fucking permanently injured. Here's another idea for Yakuza. Television 30-minute sitcom with With a a laugh laugh track. track. (gasps) Bro, what the fuck? We just said that at the same time, bro. (laughs) Man. Kiyu-chan! Yeah. (laughs) Everybody applauds Uh every time. That that could be the move, too. That could be kind of fun. Like, the first episode just starts with Kiryu walking. Um... Um, down the street and then he sees a giant fucking traffic cone mm-hmm. <laughs> and he says Nani <laughs> Kiryu-chan <laughs> bro I'm sold perfect that's gonna yep. run longer and be more successful than the fucking Big Bang Theory that idea Steve yep yep 
next thing you know, we'll be doing Young Goro or mm-hmm. something like that. Young Majima. Young Majima. Tune in tonight for this week's episode of Young Majima. I think we're on to something there. Mm-hmm. The 30 minutes mm-hmm. sitcom. I'm going to cut this out and we're going to send this pitch on to uh, Sega. Just cut this part out. We don't even need to send an email, you know? Yep. Ryu Gagatoku. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. Be doing your jobs for y'all sometimes, but it's okay. Yeah, because we love you mind. and we want to help. Yeah, it's fine. Um, oh, dude. You know, that's one of those things. There's been rumors about something being done with Yakuza. We'll see if it happens. Mm-hmm. Oh, it'll be interesting when it does. Um, so, what's next, Steve? What do you want to... Hmm, how about Altered Beast? Oof. Altered Beast, man, you are going fucking old school with that one. You want to talk about bare bones ass plot to work with too. Fertile ground. Yep. Rise from your grave. Hey, I'm I was dead and now I'm not, and I could turn into a werewolf. Money. And you're in like ancient Greece or something, right? That's the elevator pitch. Right yeah. There. Yeah, you're <laughs> on the elevator with some uh Hollywood big wigs. And you're like, hey, guys, so uh, I hear you work for Netflix. I got a pitch for you. You come back from the dead and you're a werewolf. Huh? How's that? That tickle your balls? Huh? Mm-hmm. It is set in like, yeah, takes place across five levels. Altered Beast was only five levels in ancient Greece and populated by aggressive undead creatures and monsters resembling those from greek mythology yeah man you just do this bad boy yeah ancient greek it's like a historical drama where a guy can turn into a werewolf apparently there was a a new altered beast game in 2025 what awesome. did it oh it got a four out of ten Oof. Oof. some good rotten tomatoes there yeah man yeah man them some good jelly beans man something tells me if they were going to do altered beast as a movie they would kind of like need to do a new one that was good first you know (laughs) i think a little far ahead because i listen i think altered beast is cool but i don't know that it like stands up as like a titan of good video games either. no absolutely not the only reason you and i hold it in such fond regard is because it was available at the launch of the genesis mm-hmm. it was it, the first pack-in game i think yeah it was pack-in it was it was available in the arcade as well so mm-hmm. it, you felt like you were getting oh mm-hmm. shit i can play that arcade game that is awesome at home so you got a little bit of that but yeah in, in terms of like you said five levels you know not the deepest experience there is out there but no no but you know, make a movie. Now, this, I'll be honest with you, in the late 90s to mid-2000s pile of shit movie, uh, video game movie adaptations, I'm glad, I, I'm surprised, rather, that there wasn't an Altered Beast movie or something at some point. They were doing Alone in the Dark and Blood Rain and shit. You know what I mean? Mm. Blood Rain. Ooh, she's a sexy red-headed vampire that fights Nazis. Okay, I'm in. Fuck yeah. Oh, <laughs> the game isn't that great. All right, I'm not in. <laughs> I'm out. Um, uh, Steve, now this is one we should probably discuss together. Final Fantasy VII. 
I mean, okay, so since there's been so much media already devoted to this game uh, in in terms of, like, CG animation and stuff uh-huh. like that, you know, Advent Children and mm-hmm. the other... Wasn't, the, wasn't there another movie, or am I thinking of something else, devoted to this? No, so there was only uh, Advent Children. There okay. is, like... I think there's like a couple episodes of it. Like they did like a limited series anime that told the story of the Turks or something. Mm. I can't remember. I've never seen it. <laughs> well, look, the answer here, you you just can't do movie. It's just impossible, man. I there's think it's too impossible. much. There's too much shit. Yeah. It has to be like a running series, at least prestige TV. If not, even animated. then, I don't know how you do it. I don't either. Like, cause you have to be talking Game of Thrones level scale, well, bigger no. budget, yeah, too. Because we're talking cyberpunk, not well, dark ages. And the other thing is, like, I just don't see how you do like a live action Cloud Scythe, uh, Cloud Strife, and Sephiroth, and they not look a little goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, I just it seems so t- hard now. If they wanted to do an anime adaptation of fucking Final Fantasy VII, I'd probably watch that. I'd probably watch that. I would definitely watch that. Ah, Last Order Final Fantasy VII, an original video animation detailing the destruction of the town of Nibelheim, a key event in VII. Last Order was packaged with a limited edition of Advent Children called Advent Pieces. Released on September 14th, 2005 in Japan. Okay. Nice. Uh, With the release of Remake, Last Order was removed from the official compilation listing. Okay. All right. Whatever. Um, Yeah, I just... I can't even imagine how they would do it. Who would they even cast as Tifa in a live-action movie? Me? Me? (laughs) <laughs> you yeah <laughs> yeah me that's a that's a choice uh-huh now i i will say this if they were ever to do a live action final fantasy 7 red 13 has to be a puppet a jim henson style fucking puppet don't make him cg make him a little weird and unnerving but he needs to be a practical effect on set you can you know, supplement it with some CG. Um, I like Red 13. Huh? I like Red 13. I think Kit could play Red 13 Bro, in the movie. Hell yeah. That would be perfect. They would just have to uh, uh, CG on a little fire on her tail. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'd be, I'd be able to tell people, I know Red 13, she ain't a big fan of me. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I just... I mean... Uh, I don't know how likely Square is to want to get into theatrical releases for th- Final Fantasy related stuff after they boofed the fear of uh, the fucking spirits within so bad. Mm-hmm. Granted, you know, I like Advent Children, the sequel CG animated movie. I think it's pretty sick. Um, and then the animated movie they did for 15 wasn't too bad, but yeah, I don't know. 
lot of story to it too, right? You're there's no way you do a any justice to that story trying to do it all in one movie. Mm-hmm. It would have to be like a trilogy or something if you're going to do it in a live action movie. And if you did a trilogy, if that was your plan, there's always the very good chance that the first movie comes out bombs and then you never get to see the rest of the trilogy. Worst case scenario. Mass Effect Andromeda style. You should hire Peter Peter Jackson's Final Fantasy VII. Oh my God. Am I going to have to watch Sephiroth eat uh, fucking cherry tomatoes? <laughs> Real gross-like. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that live stream ending going to go on for about 45 minutes. Oh, dude, you know what? I totally forgot that they did this show, and it was it was last year. That Halo show? Ugh. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Oof. It's tough. You know, I really wanted to fucking... I really wanted it to be really good, and I gave them a lot of leeway when they're like, yeah, he's going to be taking his helmet off. I was like, okay, all right, cool, that's fine. I'm still going to check it out. And I watched the first episode, and it wasn't like the first episode was horrible, but I watched the first episode, and I was like, okay, I'll keep up with this, and never went back. From what I understand, it's kind of hot garbage, so I think you're really missing out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, And I guess... um, Is there a second season coming? There has to be. I think there is. Right? Mm. Uh, Filming eventually review... Okay. The total production of the series... Including the post-production is estimated to cost between 90 and 200 million for the first season. Filming for the second season began on September 15th, 2022 in Iceland and wrapped on May 1st, 2023. Mm, okay. So there's at least going to be a second one. Probably going to come out kind of soon then. Yep. Probably first part of next year, if I had to guess. Mm-hmm. Man, they, they really did the sacred icon boys dirty with that one. And I know they're both sitting there going, hey, man, it wasn't that bad. All right. uh, I don't think they liked it so much. Yeah, I don't think they uh, did either. I was just trying to stir up some, <laughs> stir up some root, you know, get to the root of the issue, Steve. <laughs> right, man. Well, I had fun doing good. this. That was nice. Yeah, that was a good time. Yeah, man. We'll, we'll leave it there. So, hey, guys, this Thursday is the Game Awards. Fingers crossed. I don't see why I shouldn't be able to, but fingers crossed. I am planning on streaming that evening. It'll be the first stream from the new place. Come hang out with me and Steve and Jeff and probably Randy. Cut some jokes, see some reveals. It'll be a good time. Twitch.tv slash Blue Harvest Pod. Go to myweirdfoot.com for all your high potion needs. You know, social media, website stuff, all that. And uh, leave us a review for Christ's sakes, all right? Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah, take care, everybody. Go Packers. Roll Tide Roll. Jeez. Oh, them Iron Bowl boys. Them Iron Bowl boys. <laughs>